Matthew Alexander. Oh, that's new. Mm, that's that's it's <laughs> the new jingle of the show. <laughs> we just re- yeah, maybe that's how we can rebrand the show. Jingle hour. No, to just Matthew Alexander. Oh, the show is just called Matthew Alexander. Right, but with like a musical uh, annotation at the end, like a symbol. Like a little music note. A little clef. Double clef. Mm. Clef palette. That's something else. Nah. That's when you're really good at music. Is it? No. Right. Matthew Alexander. Clef. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm pretty good. How are you? I am musical. (laughs) I'm good. Musical Mike. Can you imagine if we... Was that a film about a stripper? Magic Mike. Ah, you would know that. I've seen it. Have you? Good movie. But you have. It's actually a good movie. The live in-person version. It's got a really good plot. And this all sounds like an elaborate joke, but it's genuinely serious. It is is a very well done film. Well, I'm glad you... (laughs) There's there's literally no way I can say this without it sounding like I'm joking, but I'm not. I enjoyed it a lot. Especially The Naked Men. Right, gave you what you needed. <laughs> it it delivered what they promised. So I have like three really important items of follow up. Follow up. Thank you. <laughs> follow up. I can play it. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna play it. No, don't do it. I'm I'm gonna cross. I'm about it's to way cross too the much streams. structure for this show. Uh, I'm crossing the streams. It's happening. If I no, don't this, do it. I'm gonna do it. You can't stop me. Alright, I can't. But... See, I might just hang up now. <laughs> It's pretty much the only thing I can do. <laughs> Bye, Matt. Welcome, yeah, welcome to Bionic. This week's episode was two minutes long. <laughs> because Matt got really angry and cried and left. Yeah, because Mike tried to add structures to the show. So do you remember, remember our associate, Susan? You remember her, right? Mm-hmm. Has uh, have the human classification department introduced her replacement? Do you, uh... Yeah, we've got Susan too. No, Suzanne. Oh... Uh... I've just been calling it season two. Oh, that's not good for morale. It, it, well, it's it's a power play, really. <laughs> it's it's so that you know it's so you keep everyone in check, so they continue to respect you. Like occasionally, I'll be talking to someone that might be my best friend, and I'll just call them by a completely different name. Do you like to live your whole life by power plays? Yeah, that's right, Jeff. I do. <laughs> no, see? See how, so, now I feel like uh, I've lost all control of this conversation. I know, I know, and you're strangely um, turned on and unnerved. Well, yeah, but they, they go hand mostly in hand. The latter, yeah. <laughs> any other power? Can you give me any other examples of other power plays that you play in your life powerfully? Um, well, I don't want to give too much away because obviously this is all going to be in my book uh, that I'm co-writing with uh, Tim Ferriss. Tim Ferriss. Yeah, Tim Ferriss. Sorry. Mm-hmm. What's the name uh, of the, the four-hour power play? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that guy's going to contact us again. What guy? Do you remember when we just really just ripped into Tim Ferriss for like 20 minutes and then somebody got in touch with us and said that it wasn't cool? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, because they really liked Tim Ferriss. <laughs> Sorry, dude, and Tim yeah. Ferriss. But we're talking about Tim Ferriss, which is a different person. Much different. He is the uh, the author of a brand new book, um, which I'm trying to find. Just just announced today. Just announced today, uh, the Four Hour Supervillain. Mm. There's a quote from Elon Musk on the cover. Yep, you can find a link to that in the show notes, Matthew. Uh, yeah. Where could somebody find the show notes if they were so inclined to do so? Uh, Tearawaytrousers.com/slash/seventy. Wow. 
We're 30 away from 100 and 31 away from 101. Yeah, that's okay. That's a very sort of like, I'm seven and a half sort of thing. Well, um, we're not seven and a half. We're 70. Well, well dog years. I feel like that's not correct. It, yeah, it works the opposite aren't, direction. Aren't dog years multiples of seven? Probably. Yeah, to Google he goes. Let's go to do- well, if dog we were a dog, com. If Bionic um, was a dog, we'd be like 100 and something. Oh, it looks like it changes. Like it just randomly changes. It's a bit like our show. So like... No rules. A dog that's one year old, like in... Oh, it's, yeah, it's the other way years. around. It is the other way around. Yeah, it's the other way around. So one dog year is 15 human years. What? No, it's not. This is what this thing says. Who's this thing? Dog is year. it e-how? Dogyears.com. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's where I am. <laughs> we should write a book about this too. The four-hour dog year. <laughs> <laughs> it probably does equate to something like that, right? Um. Well, no, I I just told you that one dog year is 15 human years. No, 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 it's not 15 human years. This is what it says. It says No, no, it just means that for every year a dog is alive in human years. Yeah, I get it, I get it. It's like they've aged 15 years. Right. Right, I've I've never owned a dog. Right, so so, (laughs) I don't think that makes any difference. It does, I've never never thought about this before. So this is is interesting, right? So one one canine year is equivalent to 15 human years. So how long does that make four hours in terms of age? We'll come to to this in a minute. Ten years is 62. So it doesn't, like, it's not like an equal system of time. How peculiar. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Would you like to know the approximate annual dog care costs? Can't see why not. Um, the fir- in year one, it's nine hundred seventy dollars, and then e- each or EA succeeding year, I don't know why they dropped the CH, um, is eight hundred and eighteen dollars. Well, go put that dog to work. Well, now we know. Um, well, now we know. <laughs> Just pretty much. So we can deal with that. As, as well, you right, we're, we're we're more prepared than when we came in for dog ownership. <laughs> so you can't say we're not giving back. Yeah, I mean that's Bionic is is known for its uh, dog information, <laughs> dog ownership information that we provide on a weekly basis. Maybe that's what we can become. I feel Maybe like there's a pivot. Uh, you need to pivot. Have you ever owned a dog? I've owned two. Oh, I really hope she's going to say no. <laughs> no, no, neither have I. Excellent. We have found our niche. No, I've owned two. Uh, they're both dead though, so that oh, probably helps. You didn't do very well, did you? <laughs> Didn't count my dog ears properly. <laughs> what do you mean you're 112? We've had you for a year. Stupid dog. Sense. Well, I've closed. Susan too. What are you doing, Suzanne? Well, you know, Steve one. That's Suzanne. God, what are we doing? So, um. Somebody on Twitter contacted me. Um, their name is Florian Kramer. It's at FJ Kramer on Twitter. And yeah. they have provided me with this system. Now, you don't know what that was, as in how well, that was, was different. Noise. Well, it's a suspense accent. But now I can trigger a random suspense accent by the press of one button. Oh, my God. It's like a sneeze button. 
So it's the same one, but it's random. Okay, so wait, the... you said FJ Kramer on mm -hmm. Twitter. Yeah. That takes me to someone called Fritz Kramer from Kentucky, F -J who is a scam account. Okay, it's at F-J-K-R-A-E-M-E-R. A-E. Because this other one is not the right one. No. So now, so basically this is via the use of Keyboard Maestro. And a, workflows. Uh, and a script that he wrote for me. So I now have a workflow for suspense accents. So I press F5 and it plays a random suspense accent. Oh, just random? Yeah, it plays them at random. Why is it playing the same one over there? Because it's random. <laughs> I know that that's... A... <laughs> try again right now. So the, the issue with there only being seven... The only problem with this system is I can't cut them. Now, before, I would cut them short sometimes but now we just have to let them play out some of the suspense accents are about 20 minutes long so <laughs> get ready this that you're hearing right now is a suspense accent <laughs> and we are following a script so it's all it's all there yeah this is all scripted right it takes it takes uh joe Steele 24 weeks to produce <laughs> one episode of bionic Right. For us, uh, and he's been, you know, like how they say, like, oh, it takes six months to make an episode of The Simpsons, and it's like that defies logic. I mean, obviously, people are working it at the same time, but it's just a weird thing to hear, anyway, right? Because you know, they make South Park, well, and then in, Simpsons is only 20 minutes long, and then, yeah, and we're at least what nine times longer than that on average. And uh, South Park is made in what six days, seven days. Have you seen that documentary? Yeah, yeah well, everyone knew that anyway. I don't need to see a documentary. Six days to air. You and my documentaries, Mike. Yeah. Learning about dogs. Dog. Dog. You television production. Mm-hmm. Maybe something in between. What would be in between? Like dog television production. Okay. Television production calculated in dog years rather than in months. What's happened? You're right. Yeah, I, I haven't eaten again, and I've been in a hospital all day. I, w I feel like you need to make it perfectly clear so you're not getting full sympathy that there was absolutely nothing wrong with you and you were oh. with somebody else. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Um, yeah, I was, I was with someone else. She needed a lift. Um, and, Is that um, a euphemism? Yeah, so I was in hospital land for, like, a few hours in the waiting room. Let's see. Right, um... <laughs> And um, <laughs> it had surprisingly good Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, that's my review. So <laughs> your review. I'll probably revisit. It's my new version of the coffee shop. Wood, wood hospital again. Well, yeah, five stars. Uh, would would check in again. Would hospitalize. <laughs> would self hospitalize again. <laughs> um, it was weird because it was in the outpatient bit. So um, the person I was with, um, she has something like internal. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're being so reductive about someone that's actually really ill. Um, oh, she had some internal problem. Right, but then there's like other people, like there was this elderly woman who sort of came out of uh, one of the doors and she had an eye patch on and just came out and went like, ah! So she was kind of like an elderly pirate. Yeah, yeah. And then there was like, on the other end of the spectrum, there's people that seem like totally fine. And so it's just, like it was you. a very strange experience. Um, Did it make you think more about your own mortality? Yeah, I, I did send a lot of very serious email while I was there. So. Yeah, like like one of those services where when you die and then it, it cancels all your social media accounts. Did you do one of those? 
Mm, no. Mm, you should have thought about that. Sh- should have done that. Should have thought about that. That's in in uh, employee orientation. Yeah. Um, and I kept sort of thinking about tweeting about it, but that didn't work out. Well, why don't you say... New, we, we've all been daft, right? Why don't you say what actually happened? Well, I kept trying to come up with a joke yeah, about cook working in hospitals, and I couldn't come up with yeah, one. Yeah, you spent like an hour trying to craft a tweet joke and, and couldn't do it. Yeah. Because uh, you're a failure. <laughs> I've, I failed to issue. Um, yep. As they say mm-hmm. in social media expertise world. I know four hours to issuing better tweets. If you issue for more than four hours at a time, you should seek help from a medical doctor. <laughs> Stay in the hospital, you're already in. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, actually use it as a hospital rather than as a co working space. Um, I don't know. Was anybody else working? No, was it was like totally solo working space. There, there was a surprisingly large. Uh, this is this is probably a good indicator of where I was. There was a surprisingly large amount of people using beepers. Now, I don't know about you, Wait, but I can't remember it, the last time I saw someone using a beeper. Were they hospital staff? No, it was just like people weighing in the outpatient bed, like pirates and people who were maybe sick. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that beepers existed. No, me neither. But uh, yeah, people were using beepers quite a bit. Um, but no, it was it was a strange experience. So I've had just had a bit of a strange morning. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, it's okay, Michael. And I hope it's, that it's random okay. person that we don't mention that you took the last bill is okay. Oh, she'll be fine. Good. She's she's probably about five feet away from me right now. She could probably hear. If she's five feet away from you, she could definitely hear you. Well, through a wall. <laughs> okay. She's standing right in front of me now. She can probably yeah, she, hear me. She's literally sitting on my desk. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. Um, how are you, Michael? Yes. Okay. That's a good answer. Oh, was there not a question? I said, how are you, Michael? And oh, you said, yes. I thought it said, how about you? And I was like, why? Well, that's so... You know, uh, I've had a good day. Uh, I sp- I've spent a day working from home. Um, I've been watching episodes of uh, The Wire. Oh, really? Have you ever watched it? Before? I have never. Oh, Michael. Because I watched, as I imagine many people have done. I watched. I've watched the first episode a couple of times and couldn't. Just couldn't do it. What? I've heard this from many people that The, the Wire the does start off nice. in a very abstract way, and like things are happening, and you don't really know what's going on. Um, and I felt like that, but now I'm four episodes in, and uh, and I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm happy to announce uh, that I've been watching four episodes of The Wire. And <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone get that joke? Because I keep I, making it. <laughs> I don't know. It's across several shows now. Yeah, it's my favorite joke at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm pleased that Federico has stopped taking it so personally, and uh, he's been trying out on his own for a few weeks now, and he's doing quite well with it. Yeah, he is. So I have a, a very important uh, executive level announcement to to acknowledge that, okay. that I have changed my uh, Twitter doc, my twttr dot com slash imike bio. Um, oh, have you? Yeah. To, well, you were. I thought you were, were going to say you were going to ch- you changed your username or you changed your name on there, so it's like Christmas Mike or Chris Mike. Oh, well, there is an X Mike, but they've not tweeted. No, I meant like. Um, your oh right! Name. Oh yeah, no, I've been thinking about that, making it very Christmassy. Yeah, but I have—I can't think of of something sufficiently Christmassy enough. Chris Mike Hurley. 
that's not very good at all. Yeah, it, it just, just makes it sound like I have three names. <laughs> Chris, Mike, Steve, Hurtley. <laughs> and then well, Tobias just like, I'm feeling festive. Can't you tell? So, <laughs> yeah, the I've, name I've, says it all. I've been thinking, like, you know, to... to, to to do that, but um, I've not been able to think of a. But you've, but you've been, you, you have your Darth face now. Yeah, I, I have a. Or your Darth hat. I, I sufficiently doxed him to the point um, yeah. that he was willing to provide me with a Santa hat. I, w- I want to talk about that in a minute, actually. I don't even. But yes, let's do that. Well, just because that, that is something that sort of permeated between my side of the internet that you deride so happily. And well, no, I've, of... I follow Katie no, 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 police. The top of this. Thank you. It kind of sounds like not topless. Oh, that's how I'll remember that then. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Phonetics by Bionic. Don't try and turn it into a word. Um, you don't Mike? I'm letting you talk. No, I, was, I want to hear more about your um, bio. Oh, so uh, I now acknowledge the fact that I own a volcano. Um, I am now a podcaster and volcano owner. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, so it says you can find my shows on 5x5, Five Five. you can find my volcano at Volcano. Do you, <laughs> do, you, do you not think it's a bit dangerous to acknowledge your ownership of it? No, because anyone that would pose a specific threat to me, I would just eliminate. Yeah, well, that's smart. Yeah. As long as, as, long as you just thought it through. It's a safety procedure, really. Right, you spent some time in a hospital waiting room working through the uh, ins and outs, and you got to the best conclusion. Well, I wasn't in a hospital waiting room. You were. Well. Well. I mean, I've been in a metaphorical hospital waiting room all day. Right. I mean, I'm trapped inside one right now. And Metaphorically what's that? co-working. Is this an elaborate metaphor for trousers? Probably. Are you wearing trousers? Uh, I'm wearing uh, sweatpants. Really? Yep. Mm, because because I had I had a bubble bath before this episode of the show, <laughs> whilst waiting for you to, to get out of the bloody hospital. I was being productive, Mike. You might say, yeah. You know, well, you might have been productive. I was just hanging around. Yeah, literally. Well, hanging around, floating, <laughs> bobbing around. I guess. <laughs> <Bobbing around. laughs> On the bottom of the beautiful briny sea. That's disgusting. That's a disgusting song to sing. Bobbing along, singing and The fact a song. that you said briny sea. Isn't that... Isn't that... The... Yeah, but think of what brine is. Yeah, salt. Well... It's probably not brine, but I always thought it was. Yeah, one, of those, one of those things where I've not heard that song since <laughs> I was like four years old. So it's just like they're the, just they're the words. Random childhood songs. They're the words. The wheels on the mic go round. Mm. No. Mm. Mm. I want to see your wheels go round and round. Oh. <laughs> anyway, where are we going with? This? Oh. Towards our inevitable end. Right. So Darth, you got Darthed. Yeah. Um, I got Darthed. Yours is good. It's black and Man, white. It's good. He black and white. He made it black and white to go with my avatar. Darth is, an, is a force of absolute incredible nature. It's my most favorite person on Twitter. He is incredible. Um, it's, it's just amazing. Basically has spent the last three or four days creating Twitter avatars for people where they're wearing Christmas hats. It's effectively yeah. all he has done with his life or her life because we don't know. This was the, the controversy. 
The controversy on Twitter yesterday was that people were threatening to... No, they weren't. Well, no, but this was what people... I believe that the, it started off with there being a reporter from Business Insider or BuzzFeed that was trying to... What happened was BuzzFeed published a listicle um, of the best uh, Darth Photoshop images of the year, um, including GIFs. And um, they were doing this whole thing, and um, it was written by just one of their reporters. Um, And then um, John Herman, who's the editor of the technology section, um, sent someone just innocuously a DM asking if they knew who Darth was. Yeah, he said that his family and he actually said his family and friends have been contacted. So I don't think it was just one person. But who? Darth said this. I read a tweet that Darth issued. Oh really? Hmm. Uh, yeah. So um, I had heard that John Herman had just sent one. I, I guess it could have been more than one. Uh, trying to work it out, and um, basically what happened was. Uh, the guy that he contacted was in the media and it resulted in this whole uh, downward spiral of people um, thinking that people were trying to quote unquote uh, dox Darth, which means reveal his identity. I have never come across this word before. It's, it's a leftover from the days when anonymous mattered. Um, Don't say that. I know. They matter (laughs) a lot. Anonymous, you matter. It was it was a phrase that was used when you revealed documentation and stuff like that about Would you um, like me someone to read? in an organization or you leaked documentation from like a government organization or you found out the identity of someone, things like that. I can read a, an official uh, um, definition from Wikipedia if you would like. No, it's fine. Okay, I won't do that then. Okay, so um, basically what happened, and this is kind of my favorite thing that's happened in a while. Uh, just because it very much struck a chord with the way I use Twitter, um, <laughs> which says a lot about me. Yeah, importantly. Yeah. Um, there was one side that was just joking a lot, and it was a lot of people in the media, a lot of people from BuzzFeed, specifically Casey Natopoulos, who's a reporter for BuzzFeed. She's actually an editor there. Um, she started joking around very clearly that the more people faved and or RT'd or retweeted her, um, just these random tweets she was saying that she like she would reveal Darth's identity. And it was obviously her joking. Yeah, it was like and, a retweet if you want me to favor it if you don't. Right. And she's she's very known for her like subversive, really off the wall uh, humor. And it, she's really funny to follow on Twitter. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I do. Um, and, uh, and I've been um, following her for a few weeks, and I'm happy to announce that I think she's quite amusing. That sounds really creepy. I've been following her around. <laughs> and she makes me laugh. Um, she no, she's, she's really funny on Twitter, and her stuff on BuzzFeed is actually really good. Uh, if people don't know, I know this is quite controversial, but I actually quite enjoy BuzzFeed. What's wrong if you um, get out of here right now? Uh, right, and so... Um, you know, it, so she was joking around about all this sort of stuff, and then suddenly... So there was the side of Twitter, which is one I predominantly follow and stuff these days, which is the side of Twitter that doesn't take itself very seriously. It's all people that tweet um, with no grammar, all lower caps. Is this weird uh, Twitter? Huh? It's not really weird Twitter. It's more sort of like the media. It's sort of the sort of it's predominantly like East and West Coast media 
the tweet in a certain way. God, this all sounds awful. Um, I just like the East and West Coast media. Right. So it's just sort of people like um, Mike Isaac, Matt Honan, Matt Buchanan, uh, Ellis Hamburger, people like that that are really great writers that just happen to tweet in a certain way. And they just don't take themselves very seriously, which um, I quite enjoy because I think there's a whole issue with people on the internet that take, some, take themselves too seriously. I used to take myself far too seriously on the internet and I'm much... Um, and it was, it was a really sort of, it was a strange sort of dynamic where I felt I had to fit with a certain mold. And then uh, I worked out sort of later that it was much better just to be myself. And these guys have taken it to sort of a comical sort of, it's almost like a uh, satirical level with that, right? So with this whole situation, they were all joking about revealing Darth's identity. And then people on the more serious side of Twitter, where grammar is a thing, um, took it uh, very literally that these guys were threatening Darth with um, revealing his or her identity. Um, and so this whole fight erupted. And um, it was just really embarrassing because at, at the end of all of it, Casey Notopoulos, you know, she tweeted, you know, you voted to, uh, you know, Doc Darth. So here's the link. And it was to a link she'd been tweeting all morning and she'd been threatening very openly all morning that she was going to con people into clicking on it which was a list article on some very obscure website. It might have been Business Insider. With pictures of... <laughs> I'm not even going to go into it. Um, it was really you disturbing. really are very, like, focused on this. What, this topic? Mm. No, I just... It was just... For me... Um, I just... I, I, I enjoy all these people that write on the internet and the way they interact with each other. And I think there's this natural inclination for a lot of people to, um, I don't know, take themselves far too seriously and to um, sort of avoid having fun and just sort of engaging in things. And it's just, uh, I, I, it was very much an expression yesterday where those two worlds collided and it's two worlds that I subscribe to and I'm interested in and they collided and you just saw these people that just took everything so seriously and became so self-righteous about something they had no idea about and then it turned out that they had just fallen victim to a joke and then suddenly the people that had been joking um, were these horrible people and it was just a really funny dichotomy and it was one that... Um, just summed up a lot of my feelings about, um, you know, the, some of the ways people interact on the internet. Sorry, that was a serious point. Yeah. Never get so serious before the ad break. I know. That's uh, that's in the uh, 101 guide. Did you again not followed? What? Hmm. What, not followed? Oh, I've again not followed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna take a quick break while you you know simmer. Mm, that's a good word. Mm. Um, but then we have like really really important things to talk about. Right, right, right. Like maybe the most important stuff. Sure. So this episode of the show that sometimes is referred to as Bionic, um, sometimes referred to by many other names, is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TallyHo12. It's December, Matthew. 
Yes, yes, December. <laughs> there he is. Oh God, so good at this. I like I like the unmuting that happened because I heard S. <laughs> S, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, December and things. Matthew, do you know what Squarespace are constantly doing? Um no, what are they constantly doing? They're constantly improving their platform with new features, designs, and they're making their support even greater all the time. Matthew. Yes, Michael. Do you know what Squarespace's templates look like? Beautiful. That's correct. And do you know about the style options? Do you have any? You have a huge amount. And what do you... Um, like what? What can you do? This is... I'm. He's, he hates me so much right now. What What kind of stuff can you do with the style options at squarespace.com? Oh, it's, I mean, it's incredibly flexible. You can do pretty much anything. All of them are mobile responsive and mobile capable. They look great on an iPad, iPhone, Android, anything. And... Uh, it it's really straightforward and easy to do. It's lots of just um, you don't have to jump into style sheets or anything like that. It's all very basic settings, and if you want to add in your own CSS, you can. Um, but what they come with by default is really fantastic. And all jokes aside, all jokes aside, um, I use inside. Squarespace quite a bit, um, or I used to at the very least when I really wrote my website a lot. And whenever I tell people to build a website, I always send them to Squarespace and people are just consistently blown away by, you know, quite how amazing you can um, have your website look just by default. Let's and say it's better than there. Let's say that I'm building a website on squarespace.com and it's 3.30 in the morning and I, I need some help. I'm stuck, right? There's nothing I can do. Well, no, because they have 24-hour uh, support. That's correct. And they're open seven days a week as well, Matthew. Ah. So obviously this costs... A gajillion dollars a month. Right. That's That would make sense. But no. It starts at just $8 a month. It includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. You can go and sign up for a free trial. It's the best way to, uh, to, to check out Squarespace for yourself. And you get to play with all of the amazing things that Matt just told you about. But I'm sure, Matthew, that you probably have to give uh, 17 credit cards uh, when, when you sign up for a free trial. At a minimum, at a minimum. Yeah? Maybe, maybe maybe, even your social security number. That's incorrect, Matthew. Is it? You don't need to give any of that. God, that's fantastic. No credit cards, nothing. You can just go and sign up straight away and start building a website today. And then when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, you want to make sure that you use the offer code TallyHo12 because that's going to get you 10% off your first purchase and it'll be showing your support for Bionic and all of 5x5. Thank you so much to Squarespace for their support of the show. I hope they enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed that. And thank you, uh, thank you, Matthew, for your help. That's what I'm here for, Michael. <laughs> and thanks to Squarespace for giving you everything that you need to create an exceptional website. I'm looking forward to uh, an angry email that you send me later. I can't believe you did that. It was good, though. Well done. Oh, thank you. We'll make a host out of you yet, Matthew. I mean, I can do it. I'd be totally happy to do it if I was prepared, which is what she said. Well, you were prepared. (laughs) You you issued a great ad. Oh, God. Thank God I read my own book. So I understand that at the moment all of America is being frozen. Yeah, it is. Seems like everybody that I know is like, ice rain, everything's covered in ice now. We're all going to freeze. Well, not not yet. We're not covered in ice yet, but we will be later today. Is, has Mr. Freeze reappeared? Oh, dear. Do you see they've cast Wonder Woman? Yeah, how embarrassing. Why? I saw an interesting tweet yesterday. Someone saying um, how long before they uh, finally come out with the real name for the movie, which is just Justice League. Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. 
I hadn't thought of it either because uh, there's a rumor that they're casting the Flash as well. You could be a good Flash. Oh, yeah, well, you know, get a little practice. <laughs> Always flashing around. Yeah, flashing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Interesting, mm-hmm. right? Wonder, Wonder Woman. People are um, upset, though, obviously. I because that this film. So I didn't hate Man of Steel, which is controversial because most people did. Yep. It was and I bad. recently rewatched it. I bought it on Blu-ray, and I rewatched yeah. it um, with Emily, and we were both. She she was never impressed with it in the first place, but I was just kind of into it. And we watched it the second time, and she, and she was like, "So what do you think?" And I was kind of like, "Oh, it wasn't as good as I remember." You were obviously caught up in the Superman hype, right? <clears throat> I was. You know, it's a common thing. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, I, I just, I just wasn't that impressed with it on second viewing, but, you know, I, I think that, uh, the director, Zack Snyder gets far too much stick. I think he's quite talented. Um, and I think, you know, it's harmless, you know, it's easy to watch and, uh, the music is kind of intense purely because there's about four lines of dialogue in the whole film. Yep. It's yeah. like watching the film 2001, but with like 3 million people dying. Um, yep. and with just really like heart pumping music happening the entire time. So they're basically the same film. So, um, uh, Batman, Superman. Right. So I'm just a little bit, I, I, I was really confident about that before I rewatched Man of Steel. And then I saw this casting news and I, we'd been hearing all these rumors about them casting like a Robin who's like older and who has now become Nightwing and the stuff about the Flash. I'd be a good and Robin. You? Yeah. Why do you want to be Robin? Because I can't be Batman. Why not? It's Ben Affleck's Batman. Yeah, well, maybe um, you can take over for him. Okay, I'll do that. All right. Glad we cleared that up. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't really know how to feel about it. I, the, the news that Wonder Woman's going to be in it just significantly lowered my expectations because you hate women really what you hate women no i tell you what really did actually bother me though um and i'm not usually that guy but um did you see some of the comments on the articles about them cussing wonder woman no i'm aware that people are upset because she's too skinny yeah it was stuff like that and it was just it was the most mind-blowingly i mean obviously this well i mean you know if she's going to play wonder woman i understand the 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 feeling that people want her to look like to look like Wonder Woman, but there's no reason that she no, couldn't. Because Wonder Woman is a character of a real human. It's, well, it's like there's nothing realistic well, no. about what these people look like she's in comic a, She's an Amazonian alien, right? Type, right. So in theory, she would be I don't know, like Xena Warrior Princess, like. But as you say, they can do whatever they want. Because I, I just I, I think I, I read all these sort of comments and everything and it made me lose complete faith in humanity. Yeah, I mean it is kind of stupid, right? Because Well, it's just crazy misogynistic. They just cast like for example, if they if they cast like an African lady, it doesn't make a difference. It's you know, just because Wonder Woman is white in the comics, it's you know, it doesn't It's not about race. Exactly. Do you know what, Matt? It's not <laughs> They do this stuff all the time. Like when uh Don Cheadle it- Became, uh, Rhodey. Rhodey took was over from black in the comic. Book. Yeah, but he took over from the other guy. They just changed the person. You just have to get used to it. For, like, yeah, but that's not like in, a race thing. Well, no, I'm not talking about race because it's not about that. It's not about race. I'm just talking about the fact that you know I I I am inclined to agree with you that it doesn't really matter what the woman looks like. 
No, I mean, it was like uh, recently they were going to... Uh, what's the guy from Community that's also a musician, uh, the TV show Community? He was going to be cast... It, there was a big like campaign on the internet to have him cast as Peter Parker in the most recent uh, Spider-Man series, right. which I, I think would have been fantastic. But... Have you seen the new trailer for Spider-Man 2? Yeah, I did. It looks like there's a lot of stuff happening. Lots of bad guys. Lots and lots and lots and lots of bad guys. The interesting thing, because you see, obviously, like... Electro, Rhino, um, and Green Goblin. But the interesting thing is, who is Green Goblin? Because it will be it will be Harry Osborn. But um, yeah. but the um, the interesting thing was, uh, and this was pointed out by Harry Marks on Twitter, mm. Mm, um, that in one of the like quick flash scenes, you can see in cases along a wall, you can see the vulture's wings and Doctor Octopus's tentacles. Interesting. Because yeah, well, they, is, they, so, were, they were they were planning to set it up for the Sinister Six, weren't they? That was the right. Well, I was about to say because I mean, what? There's like three or four bad guys in this film now, and then if they've got another two right there that are being alluded to, then we're pretty much at the full sort of level. Um, we're at the full anyway. I, d- I don't know. It was one of those things where I never went and saw the first one in the cinema. Um, did you? Yeah. See, I, I never had high hopes for it. I, it was the sort of thing where I, I saw all the trailers and I was just kind of like, yeah. Well, I love you Spider-Man. Know, it, what? I love Spider-Man. Yeah, I know. It's like your favorite, isn't it? Yeah, um, and, you know, you know, like Emma Stone. I've, yeah, Emma Stone. I mean, um, come on, guys. I'm sorry, so ladies. But, um, you know. Well, you've got, uh, what's his name, Ryan Garfield? He's an attractive guy. Okay. Well, he is an attractive... What are you telling me? Right, he's not no, an attractive no, guy? I no, can appreciate no, an attractive no. man every now and then, Matthew. You can't stop oh, me. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um... It's not about race. No, also, I, I didn't have a high expectation. And I actually distinctly remember texting you when I watched it. Um, I had, um... It, like, it, everyone was out of town for some reason. I had a night at home by myself at the weekend, and I decided to rent it on my Apple TV. And, um... I really enjoyed it, and I was really surprised because I hear a lot of people. I saw a lot of people on Twitter today saying how much they disliked it. What the, the Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah, I actually did really like it. I thought that it was yeah, better too. than the uh, the ones that came before it. Well, I think one of the things they did in the Amazing Spider-Man that was much more Andrew compelling. Garfield. He was great. I said Ryan Garfield. All right, so they um, but what they captured in this one is uh, much more of the. Like, I think it captured a lot more of the spirit that's in the comic books. It does. It Speaking does. of which, are you reading Superior Spider-Man? Oh, right? no, I've, I'm going to, though. Oh, my God, it's I'm, so good. I'm going to go... Do you know what? I'm going to do that, like, now. I'm going to... Well, not right now. Well, how far are you behind? Um, many. Like, how many? Um, We're up to, like, 20-something, maybe. Well, I'm at one. No, hang on. Are you serious? No, I'm kidding. I've been reading Hawkeye. I'm, I'm up to date on I that. I see. I haven't even started that yet. Oh, my God, Matthew. I know. It's so good. Don't I'm tell, up to, um, I'm don't up tell to num- our mutual podcasting friend. Well, he's... Yeah, I won't. Uh, I'm up to number eight. In Hawkeye. Superior Spider-Man. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, I was reading it. Um, so I will... Uh, I will read it. Because I liked that. I liked it's it. It's really, really good. I liked it a lot. Um, have, you, are you, have you been reading all new X-Men? No. That's I've, a, I've they been, went through this whole um, big event called Battle of the Atom. Then you should read it. It's Battle good. of the Atom. Yeah. Mm. Well, how about I do Spider-Man first and then... All right, then we'll regroup. Then we'll get to the X-Men later. God, I'm reading way too many at the moment. I went yesterday to buy them. Um, 
and I'm spending way too much a week on this. Um, it started as it started, you know, it was probably about when we started this show. That was when we were both sort of getting into it. You were more into it at the time than I was, mm-hmm. but I was sort of finding my way. And now these days, I I've started buying in print, and I go every week to my local uh, shop, um, and I spend like yesterday I spent like thirty six dollars, mm. and like next week will probably be about the same. So it's, getting, it's, it's becoming a really expensive hobby. And holiday. You, uh, you, you buy in paper, though, don't you? Which is interesting. Yeah, well, because if you buy the... You can buy them so that they come with... Um, all the Marvel ones, by default, come, up, come with a code that you can redeem in Comixology um, for exactly the same one. So it comes in like the high-definition format you get from Comixology. Um, and then for the DC ones, I read much fewer DC... But you can get digital um, combo editions, um, which are like a dollar more. Yeah, it's really bad. No, I'm just laughing because all po- all podcasts converge to comics. Right. Right. Um, well, not the prompt. Uh, no, we've done it. You oh, you have? clearly haven't listened. No, I bet you haven't. Yeah, we have. Are you serious? Yep. Was it with Sean? Uh, no, with uh, Jason Snell. Oh. We dedicated a significant period of time on that episode to talking about So Stephen had like nothing to say. It was just me and Jason. Yeah. Stephen went out for a um, pint of vodka. Wow. <laughs> yep. That's how they do it down south. Mm, I'm down south. Suzanne? Like- <laughs> Suzanne. That's what I said. Is it? The N-E is silent. Um, so it sounds just the same. Just the same. It's written Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, read comic books. It's good for you. It's good for your heart. It's yeah. Uh, a, a comic book a day keeps the doctor away. Unless um, it's official. No, well, it is now. So no, you said it. Probably the most important story, news story. Um, in the history of this show happened earlier this week. Wait, 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 wait. What? Weren't we talking about something before we go on to this tangent? Yeah, let's about talk about comics. Ice Rain. I'm bored of that now. We spoke about comics instead. Well, it is going to be Ice Rain, the, uh, the ice apocalypse. Okay. <laughs> um, it's going to be icy. No, it's, it's, it's seriously, it's really weird because I'm in Dallas and um, we get full seasons here. Like, you know, I, I moved here from London and in London, you know, you occasionally get snow, mm-hmm. but not every year. Um, and I didn't expect Dallas to get any because it's a very hot place. Like during the summer, I don't know what it is in Celsius, but in Fahrenheit, it's sort of 110 every day. Um, but then in the winter, we always get snow. And this year has been the strangest winter because um, yesterday, uh, which was December 4th, mm-hmm. it was 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, but over the weekend, it snowed. And as of today, it's now 30 degrees 30 degrees Fahrenheit and over the weekend everything's freezing solid so I know Emily for example just sent me a note saying that um, her office isn't opening until noon tomorrow and stuff like that because it's going to be that bad so it doesn't make any sense no don't do that no mic sorry okay let's just move on (laughs) we need to stop stop what? Collaborate. <laughs> Matt. 
and uh, and listen. Uh, yeah. Do you know why? Because Shutterstock is back for a brand new adventure. <laughs> Don't laugh right now. It's serious. <laughs> The I first take... time a suspense accent has ever been used in an ad read. I want to take a break to talk about Shutterstock.com. This is where you're going to find over 28 million images. Some will be of ice. Stock photos, vectors, <laughs> illustrations, and 1 million video clips. Probably some also you could find of ice too if you want to. Go start searching at Shutterstock.com and you're going to find the perfect image for your website ad publication or any other creative project. Shutterstock gives you a global image collection where you can find media from across the world to suit your project. You can choose between image packs, monthly subscription packages, or you can buy a la carte if you want, just one image at a time. You never have to compromise. Every time you go to Shutterstock, you're guaranteed to find something new since they add over 20,000 images every single day and 12,000 videos every single week. Matthew, what do you think about that? I mean, that's pretty amazing. Thank you. And it's more affordable than you think. They don't charge you extra for large files. You can download any image in any size. And how many prices do you pay for that, Matthew? Oh, my God. He actually just hung up on me. Well, anyway, so I'll just carry on. (laughs) You only pay one price. They don't nickel and dime you for high-resolution images. If you need them, just take them. You can easily curate and share your pictures via light boxes. So as you're searching around on (laughs) Shutterstock.com... As you're finding images maybe of ice or maybe of like pure sadness because your co-host has decided to leave you halfway through a show, you can save them to a light box and you can review them later and pick the ones that you want to purchase. They also have an iPad app where you can do this too. They have an enhanced licensed access if that's what you need. They also have dedicated account reps too in case that's something also that you need. So if you want to go and find amazing images, videos, vectors, icons, infographic templates, and much, much more, go over to Shutterstock.com, sign up for a free browse account right now, no credit card needed, and when you find the images you like and decide to purchase, use the code BIONIC1213, that's BIONIC1213, and it's going to get you 25% off any package. Thank you so much to Shutterstock for the support of the show. Let's bring Matthew back. Here he comes, I guess. Hi. Oh, hello. Hi. Hi, thanks for, for keeping me on track during the sponsor read there. That wasn't oh, distracting yeah, no, in any way. Um, I went to unmute myself and I hit And you up. hung up instead. So uh, yeah. there'll be, there's, some little, there's some special gems for you in the app that you can Oh, to good. Later. It's like when you talk under me when I can't hear you, oh, except this time I literally couldn't hear you because I wasn't on the call. Yes, that is totally accurate. Okay. Did you pretend to be me? Um, No. Should I? Can I? Uh, no, it would be really reductive. Do I have the capability to do that? Oh, I'm sure you do. You're a total like force. recently I heard somebody on a show try to be you. Who? I don't know. That feels like that could have been a dream. Merlin was me once. Yeah, maybe that was it. It was when I wasn't on Bionic. Uh, yeah, maybe Due that to uh, Pitch and Scarf launching. Lounge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to do something, but I don't know what. I feel like I need to well, add something. Well, we're, we're on to our big topic now, right? Yeah, maybe that's it. So, uh, drones and stuff. Really? That's the introduction? Yeah. Could you... Are you serious? Do you want to Can do we it? do it with a little bit more pizzazz? Drones and stuff! Sure, that... Okay. That works for um, you? Well... 
I so there was F5 a five right now. Sorry. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, I just got you. With well, no, that. but nobody will hear it because you have an inferior um, mic set up to me. Are you talking about yourself or are you talking about microphones? You are not set up for me correctly. <laughs> Amazon Prime Air is what we're talking about, of course. So there was a 30-minute segment this week where uh, Matt's spiritual guide... 60 Minutes? Because the show's called 60 Minutes? Oh, I'm sorry. I've never seen it. Well, you'd think the name might imply something. Maybe it was a 30-minute segment on a 60-minute show. No, it was. I just thought the show was called 30 Minutes instead of 60 Minutes. So... <laughs> We should rename our show to 60 Minutes. But or just some really arbitrary amount of minutes. Okay, 12. Yeah. I did a show called 11 Minutes. No, you minutes. had 11 Minutes. We can't do that. We can't do that. It's Unless it looks like we're the sequel. You had a sequel to everything that I do. What was that noise? That was me drinking some water on mic because I was coming back to ask a question. Because usually I do it over here. Like this. I just heard your chair creak. That's a lot of chair creaking. So on on this uh, multiple this minutes segment topic. on sixty minutes, basically, if it, in case you don't know, I will recap. Um, Jeff Bezos spoke of how at Amazon they have been working on a new delivery system for their Prime customers. Um, they are looking at increasing the amount of warehouses that they have across the United States, um, and then providing for packages that are weigh under five pounds. Um, they have they have created octocopters, which are a type of uh, un, uh, unmanned um, vehicle. Is that what they're called? What, what what the actual what is the designation for a drone? Is it unmanned aircraft or something like that? Isn't it UAV? Unmanned aircraft vehicle is what I'm going to go with. It's incorrect, but yes, UAV is is the abbreviation. Is it? Yeah, that sounds unmanned aerial vehicle. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, it's not important. UAV. Um, so basi- basically, they're, they're they're called octocopters because they have these have eight eight blades. Um, mm. And so what they will do is the uh, you will order a package from Amazon. It will be triggered in the fulfillment center. It will go down a conveyor belt. Then an octocopter will pick it up and fly it up to ten miles to your home, and you should have the package within thirty minutes. Right. Maybe that's why I thought. Of 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, Jeff Bezos says that he foresees it being about four or five years until they're, until Amazon is at the capacity where they could do this. Well, then they'd need approval with the FAA. But, yeah, but I, I think that they're including that and all of the extra logistical stuff that they would need. The FAA is, is uh, going to be um, making their ruling on UAVs because they need to regulate them in some way. They're going right, to but be doing that in 2014. The problem, though, is that the proposed ordinance that would go through them um, is only equipped to talk about uh, traditional drones that fly at sure. sort of uh, airline altitude sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, this is it's really it is very interesting. Like, I mean, they de- Amazon definitely has the lobbying power to be able to get to get this sort of thing through. I think it costs a huge amount of money. It will, but the, history has proven that Jeff Bezos doesn't care about doing that. 
Right. That, I mean, that's what he's really famous for. Yeah. Um, as as you have spoken about very intelligently on this show in the past. I mean, it's a, it's a that's actually like a, a passion point for me because I think a lot of people misunderstand um, the way Amazon allocates its money. Yeah. Um, but you've you've spoken about that. Right. So I don't have to go into it. But um, I mean, the one thing that, that you know, carry on, carry on. I was Sorry. just going to say the the thing that bothers me about this. I think. Well, first of all, I should say we should talk about. Do you, I mean? I mean, are you impressed by this idea? I, I personally, I am. I think it's. I think it's really. Um, at the very least, you can say that it's. You know, it's impressive that they're thinking in this sort of way and that they think they can execute in this sort of fashion. And I think that's really, really, really interesting. I think it's incredible. Like, I actually do think it's. It's a genius idea. And if they can pull it off the way that they want to, um, not because I don't think Amazon, I think Amazon are perfectly capable, but there are many external factors. Um, yeah, see, um, the thing that is slightly, the thing that bothers me, and this is something that came up in conversation, and I can't remember who I was talking, with this, uh, talking to about this, but um, everything that they ship like this has to be under five pounds, right? But they said that there was like an extremely high percentage of items that are right. 86 percent of Amazon's packages are under five pounds in weight. Yeah, but can we have a collective guess because we both know what eighty percent of those things are? DVDs, books. Right, the the books, Blu-rays, video games, the digital media. But a lot, like a Blu-ray, for example, that's the type of thing that I want within thirty minutes. Right, but this is five years away. Can you really imagine using physical media in such a fashion in five That's years from now? Yeah, it would be, it'd be interesting to see of that 86%, what is that stuff? Because, I mean, right now, I mean, yeah, Blu-ray is the best way to get the most, you know, high-fidelity video you can possibly get, right? Um, in five years, as we're already seeing with things like the PlayStation 4 streaming games that are like 40 gigabytes in size... Um, or at least have paving the way towards doing so. In places like the US, specifically where Amazon Prime Air would be working, particularly in metropolitan areas, um, there's a high pro- proliferation of very, very robust internet. So I can only imagine that within five years, the infrastructure will be in place where the vast majority of these things that um, would be capable of being delivered by someone like Amazon will have been mitigated and made obsolete by the pace of technology. Do you see what I mean? I Yes, I hadn't thought of that. I mean, It's just something interesting that occurred to me because um, like the vast majority of stuff I order on Amazon, the one thing where it would be great, and it, this is, so Dallas, they just opened um, one of these fulfillment centers, one of these warehousing solutions um, between Dallas and Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, what that means for us is that uh, we will have uh, so same day delivery happening early next year. We'll also have everything to do with, um, you know, uh, the Sunday delivery from the U.S. Postal Service happening soon, and um, all that sort of good stuff. Um, so that means we'll be in one of these trial markets for all that sort of stuff, and that will be great. You know, the, some of the things I order on Amazon now, where they're very whimsical. Where it's stuff like I realize I'm running out of toothpaste or something like that, and rather than sort of making a to-do list to go to the uh, pharmacy or something like that um, when I leave work, it's often much easier for me to just act on it, order it via Amazon, and get sort of a bulk package and have it at my house within two days because I pay for Prime. Um, and in Dallas soon, that will happen the same day, and so 
there's a lot of things where it just wouldn't it won't make that much sense for me to be using this. As much as I find it incredibly fascinating and interesting, to me it strikes me more as I think it's Amazon just showing how far they've come and what they have the capacity to do. And I don't think it's so much a play in terms of something that's going to really happen because I think that what they're building in terms of their technology and their infrastructure with things like uh, AWS um, has a lot more capacity and um, you know potential to really reshape the way we consume uh, media than something like a drone dropping off a video game at your house. My, I, I'm not concerned about people shooting them down out of the sky. I don't really think. I, I actually don't think that that is something that's bears worth think, like worrying. No, about. I, I think it's the same um, as that was somebody, just kind of a joke everyone came up with. Well, no, know? I mean I've heard people say it seriously. Like, I, I honestly feel like that that is a as much of risk as as a truck being, you know, hijacked. Yeah, because there's a lot more in it. My concern, and, and this is a genuine concern that I have, is is safety. Um, right. Obviously, I mean, for one, I don't know how these things are flying. I, I, I assume that they're not. I mean, that this may have been explained. I mean, I, I'm I'm assuming that they are being pre-programmed a route that they take, right? And it's it's happening on its own. There isn't somebody like sitting there and flying the thing back at base, right? Because you can you can do both things with these. And I assume that it's like you fly to there, right? And the the route is mapped out. Well, I assume it's a lot like what uh, Chris Anderson does, who spoke at XOXO about yeah, his that's drones. That, yeah, that's how I, I expect. I'll put that talk because that was a, a surprisingly interesting talk. Oh, it was crazy interesting. Um, yeah, so I'll put that in the show notes. For those that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Chris Anderson's the former editor at Wired who spoke at um, XOXO this year. And in his um, time since leaving Wired, he started his own company based on a passion sort of hobby project with his kids to make um, a, a sort of a model plane Lego, that they could fly. Yeah, like a mindset. Right, and then they programmed it to fly itself and it didn't really work. But then he sort of turned it into this whole thing and he's now building drones for Farm. farms and agriculture yeah. around the US where it can monitor uh, crops and the distribution of water and any bad areas. And it allows people to, in the agricultural community, to run their farms much more intelligently. And it's becoming a huge, huge um, uh, boon for them. And so he spoke a lot about yep. where drones will be in the next few years. If you think that doesn't sound interesting, still watch it because it is. Yeah, because like, he, he, they sort of said, and Chris Anderson's here to talk about drones. And everyone's kind of like, oh. Great. Everyone I spoke to was like, are we going to go to the morning thing? Uh, But anyway, I I do have a genuine concern about the safety of eight spinning blades. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not like it's big, though. I don't think it's going to kill you if it hits you. What if it hit a child, though? And I know (laughs) that that sounds like such a thing. Like, octocopters are killing our children. But, like, it shows it landing in a garden, like, outside a family home. And I'm just like, that could just be a kid standing there. And they're like, Shh. So it's probably uh, the right time for us to announce that Volcano has been in partnership with Amazon um, right. to get the, the, the Prime Air project off the ground. Uh, that yeah, no and make sure it's, uh, it's very well uh, weathered to in- incredibly high heat. Yep, and there are every, every uh, uh, Volcano drone, Volcano Copter um, is what we're calling them. Um, Amazon have, have allowed for that, and, and you'll see the branding change very soon. Well, we've got a mock-up image as well. Yes, we do. Yeah, I know, I know, we do, but I don't know where that is. 
I'll find it. Thank you. And that will be in the show notes, of course. Um, yeah, so the, every Volcanocopter uh, is equipped with a Gatling gun um, to uh, remove children from the flight path. Mm. It's just, yeah, it's very sort of um, smartly weaponized. And, only th- and the new strapline uh, for the Volcanocopter project is uh, only 30 minutes to a fiery death. Is it really? It's pretty nice, right? That's great. Did, did the marketing team not, not brief you on that? No, I think I must have been too busy in uh, the hospital waiting room. Oh yeah, was mm, was it Burns unit by any chance? Mm. Well, that would be giving away too much information. Only zero days since a workplace accident. I'm trying to get to Frank Towers' um, profile right now. Was it was it uh, Frank that did it? <laughs> I think it was Frank. Doctor Frank. Yeah, it is. I found it. Are you going to issue that to me in some sort of electronic communication? I'll issue... Um, Why don't you read fire. the URL? <laughs> huh? Read me the URL. Let's do this. <laughs> HTTPS. Okay. Semicolon slash slash. T-W-I-T-T-E-R. Yep. Dot, like a period. Yep. C-O-M. Mm-hmm. Forward slash. Okay. F. Yep. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm, I'm all over this. O. Yep. R. Yep. G. Mm-hmm. O. Yep. T. T. Sorry. Yep. Carry on. E. N. T. O. W. E. L. Right. Forward slash. Yep. It's like a slash that looks like a building falling down forward ways. Okay. Not the. Um, I've got one that falls to the left. No, we want to fall to the right. Okay. Right. S. S. As in Suzanne. Okay. T. Yep. As in Tearaway. Mm-hmm. A yep. as in animal. Okay. Or Amazon, actually, in this, okay. in this case. Susan tears T, away Amazon. Yep. Right. T is in tearaway again. Oh, two tearaways. U is in United. Okay. And S is in Susan again. Okay. <laughs> Not very. <laughs> okay. Now this is where we get to the meat of the okay. URL. Okay. This is, the, it, this is, you know, the final act. Right. 407. Wait, is it, is it just status and then 40? Uh, sorry, building falling down to the right. Okay. Got that. Let's do uh, this. 407. Yep. 514. 514. 667. 667. Seven, right, got it. Now there's a nine. Nine, okay, I knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah, it's clearly. There. Okay, well, 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 well remembered. Uh, 560. Oh, you're breaking up. 560. You actually are. 560? Yeah, 560. Oh, no, this is terrible. Carry on. 560. Oh, is there more than one 560? There's two 560s. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, and then it ends with 6-4. It worked! Look at that. Hope everybody followed along at home. <laughs> Are you sitting there with your keyboards? Matthew, you're, you, you've basically turned into a robot. Should I repeat it for people just in case they didn't catch it the first time? Yes. Okay. HTTPS uh, colon... Well, if you want to be secure, you can go for S. Otherwise, drop the S. You don't need. To, it's not about security. Uh, forward slash forward slash T W I T T E R dot. That's like a period, as Matt said. C O M forward slash F O R G O T T E N T O W E L forward slash S T A T U S forward slash four as in the number four zero as in the number zero seven five one four uh, six six seven nine five six zero oh, five six zero oh, six four. I'm glad we covered that. 
One more time. <laughs> Shall I read it backwards in case, in case of uh, people living on the other side of the world? Right. Yeah. Four well, six zero six five uh, zero six uh, the... five nine seven six six four one five seven zero four forward slash s u t a t s forward slash l e w o t n e t t o g r o f forward slash m o c dot r e t t i w t forward slash forward slash colon s if you want it p t t h now let's do it for all the different uh, TLDs. Okay. So HTTPS. Right. Colon slash slash mm-hmm. folding but folding building to the right. Yep. T e w i t t e r dot com. Don't sorry sorry. Dot c o dot uk first. We'll start there for the Queen. Okay. And just keep going. I'm checking if it works. <laughs> Everyone's already deleted the episode by now. Yep. We're kind of just on free time now. It's just it's just loading. It's not doing anything. God. Well, I don't know if Twitter.co.uk is a thing. Twitter's broken. We could probably use Twitter.in. I think that's a thing. Twitter.philippines. Oh. Um. Show's over. Yeah. <laughs>